What's going on, y'all? It's your boy J.H. Gibbons here. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromas Podcast, episode 69, one of my favorite numbers. If you are joining this podcast today and you are listening to it on Spotify or wherever you hear your podcast, we thank you for joining. If you're watching, that means you're looking at it on YouTube and you can see our beautiful, happy, smiling faces this Sunday morning. Here's what I want you to do in case you have not done so already. I want you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and please will you hit that notification bell so the next time you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down your feed, your Chromas podcast, specifically this episode, will be number one on that feed. And most of all, it is free to do so, guys, and it's free to do each and every single one of those things Jay just mentioned. Subscribe to our content if you're digging it. <laughs> if you enjoy it, uh, we need that support. Uh, we want to know that you appreciate what we're giving out and uh, that you're a part of the movement and plan to contribute. That's your way of contributing to us. Uh, one of the many ways you contribute to this movement, uh, making sure that you like it as well, share the content that we're providing out with loved ones, friends, whomever else you think that could benefit from it. It's really dedicated to self-development and, and growth. So in all seriousness, please do so, guys. Uh, we want to make sure that <clears throat> the effort and time that we're putting into this is, is, is reciprocated as well. Uh, if we're saying we're a community, so it has to be shown. So thank you. Appreciate you. If you're new here, please stay. Guarantee you're going to enjoy yourself and have a good time growing with us. And it's free to do all these things as of now. It still doesn't make sense why that is the case. But speaking of growth, since you mentioned it, I got to talk about something that uh, did not grow. Well, let me take that back. The only thing that grew this past week, because what a week it has been, it has been my frustration. My frustration with everything crypto, everything stock related, all of that. My frustration has grown with that entire community with the entire industry. Let me tell you why. I looked at my wallet today and I've been watching my wallet over the past few weeks and the numbers are dreadful. Every single, every single, let me say that again, every single crypto that is in my wallet is down. And I, look, I know, I know I shouldn't be selfish. I know I shouldn't only be talking about myself, but it is about me right now. I'm taking the floor. I don't care. I am tired. I am sick and tired of these people that are, that are pushing all of this crypto crap to the moon. Every single time you guys are writing statuses, whenever things are great, whenever things are booming, oh, my return is amazing. Oh, man, can we get to $1 on this Dogecoin, right? All this other crap keeps going out. And the moment it starts tanking, everybody gets silent. You want to know why? Because these things are built on hype. I've been saying it from the beginning, and I get so much crap for saying that because it is built on hype. And the fact that we know that a lot of people are going to be like, well, why should I then invest in hype? It doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right. You shouldn't. And let me tell you, do not separate yourself. Do not separate yourself from your savings account. Do not put your 401k money into crypto. Do not put any money from your savings account into crypto. Do not drop 25,000 on a meme token. None of those things you should do. Now, for me, I, I will I will say that I have dropped 20 bucks on a coin that is maybe a thousandth of a, a penny, right? So I, I know I'm not losing that much. It's $20. I spend more on gas. I'm okay there. But what I hate are these people that are shilling these coins to the moon 
and then pulling right out once things start getting rough or once they are able to turn a profit. And that's what's been happening. And now all of this is down. Now I get it. Stocks are down too. And of course, stocks are, are the things that people have known to be the foundation in this country for decades. And even though crypto is new, I'm telling you guys who want to get in crypto or who are holding crypto right now, you got to stop that. You got to let these people know that this is as close to gambling as you can get right now, especially with all these different coins that are out in the industry. If you are going to get into this, go to something safe. Go to something that you know has been there from the jump, and that's Bitcoin. If you want to try your hand on something else and you may want to get into some sort of investment, maybe Ethereum. I'm not giving out advice. I'm just giving you tips because I am, I am also frustrated when people lose a ton of money when they're investing or putting money into these things. So that is what I wanted to start off this week with because it is insane how much I am down. It is insane how much the Bitcoin price is falling, has probably fallen, it's probably fallen another thousand dollars since I started talking on this rant. And it'll probably keep doing for doing so for some time. I don't know when it's going to go back up. And if anybody else says they do, they're lying to you. So what I need you to do is use your mind, use common sense, use your best judgment when you're jumping into something as new as crypto, as new as all these different altcoins that are out there, all these different projects that are starting. I need you to exercise caution, put your money somewhere safe, and understand that this is truly a gamble. We'll see. I just needed, I needed to decompress. I was very frustrated over these past couple of weeks. I needed to get that out of me. My mental health has been affected. And I know we're going to talk about that soon. But let me tell you, man, it has been a week. Listen, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> it's, it's this is a place to do so. It's open space to, to decompress the way you just did. And I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners out there who probably feel the same way and has taken losses as you just stated. Uh, like this is, it's not an element of like I have expertise for me, so I can't speak on it. Uh, I mean, I talked to you about it and other, you know, other folks we talked to about it. So uh, you guys know more than I do. Um, so I, I, I empathize with what you're experiencing and, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with what you said in regards to not, you know, using your 401k if you have it, um, or your personal savings to go into, to that degree. So, you know, it's really good as, as you just to educate yourself as best you can. Um, so if you have taken those losses and, and you're kind of feeling a little down and you're kind of going through that mental state of emotions like this is the place to be right now because we are going to discussing about you know mental health and and kind of get a little bit into that subject in different areas of it so uh so jay i hope you are feeling better and uh this conversation i'm sure will help make you feel even more it will it will will and i i'm glad i'm glad i was able to get that out and um i i do feel a little bit better uh knowing that i was able to get that out not just through myself, but to our community, some that may be holding some sort of money in some type of currency, I need you to be careful. And I need you to exercise caution. And I need you to know that uh, it's, it's very tough out there in all markets, though, I shouldn't just I shouldn't just pick on crypto. It's tough in these streets right now. So just hold tight, keep pushing on strong, keep growing. Um, understand, understand it won't last forever. Um, but 
what I would say is that the news in general uh, played a role, not just in what's going on now, but what has been going on for quite a few decades. I mean, it, this was before my time, we'll see, but in the past, the news used to be just that, right? Anything that you would consider to be MSM or mainstream media used to be something that you could rely on for information, for data, raw data, right? For, for someone who didn't necessarily have the opportunity or the platform to state an opinion, but just let you know what's going on around the world, right? And to an extent, we still have that from local news, right? You may learn, you know, for, for us, it's Fox 5 and stuff and NBC4 and, you know, ABC7, all, all those different channels. We still receive news and it's local, it's at a local level, and we understand what's going on around our community. Uh, for better or for worse. And I think at some point, the, these companies that own mass media organizations found out that it doesn't necessarily matter what news is put out there. What matters is how much your viewership is. What matters is how many people are watching your news. Are you keeping people interested? Are you, are you making enough money, right? Because when, when this thing turned into something that was 100% of business, 100% driven by revenue and profits and all of that stuff, the, the aspect of news changed. It no longer was something that was based on facts or just saying it how it was. You start getting what I call these talking heads or people who have these opinions, these characters, so to speak. And sometimes in the past, what I've been doing is I've likened what we see now in your, in your mainstream media, whether it's on CNN, if you're on the left, or you know, if you're on the left and you're Democratic or liberal, versus the conservative stations like Fox News and, and all those different channels. I liken them to WWE. I liken those people who are on those, those organizations who are there as wrestlers. They're entertainers, right? So what you're seeing is an element of the truth, but it's not necessarily the truth, right? It's the same thing with wrestling. You're, what you're seeing, what, you, what, you, what they want to show you is that somebody's getting beat up in the ring. Somebody's, you know, somebody's going to take an L tonight. Somebody's going to win a championship. And it's, it's written that way. And that is the same as mainstream media. Whether you're on the left or you're on the right, there is a specific way that they want you to feel. There's a specific way they want you to react. There's a specific thing that they're doing to put out the news a specific way to allow you to, to get into this specific agenda that they want you to be a part of. So you're not necessarily getting the entire truth. You're getting elements of it, right? You're getting, you're getting elements of the truth mixed in with opinion. And what they're trying to put that out there is if it is fact, if what you were seeing is real, if what you were seeing is absolutely true and you should dare not question it. So in essence, what you're seeing is a, a, a pseudo reality, so to speak. And it not just affects how you may react day to day, right? Like the perfect example is when we learned about uh, COVID coming to the US. 
you saw how people reacted. You saw what people did immediately, right? And they went to the stores, they got all of the things they thought you needed. For some reason, a lot of people were taking quite a few dumps or something because they decided to take all the toilet paper. Uh, I, I, I don't know why that was, but that was one of the main things that, that disappeared from there. And since then, up until now, it has affected so many things in our own personal lives. Something that was completely out of our control, like a, like a, a, coronas, a coronavirus disease coming here, it, it, is now, it has now gotten to a point where we have changed the way we think about each other, the way we, we think about health, the way we think about safety. I, I personally can tell you in an industry that has to do with housing, that is something that we're implementing now in our own homes, right? Whether it's, you know, whether it's a station that has hand sanitizers or um, we're making sure that the HVAC is pumping out a ton more, um, is pumping in a lot, a ton more clean air and taking out a lot of barriers. So all of these things have changed because of the, I, I would say the media's approach to the coronavirus and many other things in the past. I don't, I don't want to really go into all of those, but I would say that it has affected the mental health of a lot of people in general in, in our country. And, and one aspect of that is this cultivation theory that's out there. And basically it's, it's, it's the long-term exposure to media and how it really shapes consumers' perception of the world. So what you're seeing is there, you know, you're seeing a lot of people who are coming out as depressed or who are, who are stuck on antidepressants. You're seeing a lot of people who are leaving their jobs because they, even if it wasn't as bad, they felt as though they needed to because there's a ton of other people who have. You're seeing a change in the way that organizations are built. Now, some people are working from home completely, right? There, there's so many things that have changed. And I think, I think the role that the mainstream media has on our health is negative because what we've seen is that the one thing that always keeps the audience stuck and glued to their televisions or to their phones is fear, right? The element of fear, the element of unknown. You don't know what's going on out there. Don't go outside. You might get this virus. You might be gone. You might, you might die. You don't know the long-term effects. Five, 10 years down the road, your lung might fall out. You don't know. And they're absolutely right. None of us know that. But it's that unknown that keeps us glued to the TV because now we're looking at these people to tell us exactly what we don't know, even if they don't know it either, we'll see. Well, you know what, and, and, that's, and that's an interesting part, man, because it's like, in your, in your opinion, do you, do you feel as though uh, people are, uh, it's a form of addiction? Like people are, it's almost like expected to the point that people kind of have a, an enjoyment of it now nowadays because it kind of feels like this. It's, it's it's a form of entertainment that people entertain. Um, at least that's what it seems to be a lot of the cases. Where, for example, with you look at the news, um, like you hear a lot of times uh, the news provided there's really no good news. It's just it's just something else. So it's like you know that is more of what will 
um, spark a conversation as to you heard about what this is happening as opposed to, for example, with Ukraine and what's going on there in Russia uh, and the conversation of that, which is important, but like you would hear more of the negative aspects as opposed to maybe another country and uh, maybe let's say um, helping with like hunger and like, or, uh, you know, just kind of helping to <clears throat> another environment that's like not something to be more privy on discussion. Most people will avoid that right. because it's not entertaining. And I think you see that in a lot of forms, a lot of uh, aspects of life where uh, we talk about the mental health aspect of it. But again, that's a part of like, I think that all falls into the same category of, um, you know, uh, no different than when you feed yourself, you feed, but what you put in your body, what you put in your mind plays a role on what, what you see and how you, how you feel, what you do, how you respond, uh, because we're in a point in time now with society where you can literally go, um, you go on Facebook and you can pull up and see someone get their brains blown out and and use the comments that you can see that are disgusted. It, it, it's horrific. People, people joke about stuff like that. And it's just like, there was a point in time where I feel like we, where we grew up, uh, Jay, we grew up in a very pivotal time in between like the late eighties, the early nineties, where where we caught the transition of like um, the the blue collar of a hard worker sort of approach mentality to society, um, as opposed to the booming era of technology, and and in somewhere in between, you just kind of you see like there's a the the, the is divided between that era before and like what we see now like that I feel like we're more privy to have an understanding that's because we grew up, we were in both. So I feel like in a lot of ways, we as a whole collectively has kind of become programmed to kind of uh, deafen our humanity, if you will, with like the ability to, to really feel what we say as it comes to mental health awareness of like how we function as opposed to our actions not matching that entirely. So it's, it's an interesting place to be in time because this is something that you see everywhere where that is more appealing. Like you look on social media and you look at what is, is like projected because of what's being fed from people within companies that's looking to make, make a product off, you know, and establish some, some real revenue off of that sort of things that they know is like, you know, not beneficial to anyone. It doesn't really help anything as opposed to, you have someone or like what we do, this is something that is not a popular conversation, discussions because it requires intellect. It, re it requires something outside of that form of entertainment Very because true. a lot of people have become stagnant and kind of in this autopilot sort of approach to life, right? Where <laughs> you, you are, um, your stature and value is based on how many likes you get and like who watches and view your profile, who look at your content in that regard um, from digitally as, the, as a person, like an avatar, right? right. That's kind of how we live in a weird sort of sense. It just kind of feels that way. Uh, I don't know if you have seen the Truman Show, the movie. Oh, Jim Carrey. I love it. Love um, it. <laughs> it feels a lot of the times that life is scripted now. Um, it's real life experiences have become scripted because it, become, it's, it has become like a narrative to be able to, every, to tell a story or to, to, to use it in a way that like <clears throat> is used for, just for clout, just for <laughs> like, used for a sense of entertainment in that regard. Uh, every, everyone has it. So 
I guess if you really think about it, um, the, 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 the concept of mental health awareness of it and where we stand as a whole is, is, is very, very grim in my opinion. Um, because a lot of people are not, a lot of people choose rather to, to be, to, to be like caught in the vague of everything and to not actually apply themselves, to not actually apply logic, not to, to not actually just try with life. Um, and to really kind of live vicariously through the eyes of others, um, in social media. <laughs> so, right. uh, that's kind of my, my take on it as a whole, um, and it doesn't look promising. Uh, and it doesn't look promising because it's boring. That's the craziest part about it. Your, your state of being is boring to people. But people would rather complain about what's going on in their life rather than take accountability and actually execute self-better environment. Like, try to do better for yourself in different ways. And, um, yeah, until we can get to a point where people can start holding themselves accountable and trying to be better for themselves, first of all, yeah. you're just going to be where it's at. It's just going to change. Man, um, I truly don't see it changing. So, yeah, that's where I stand. And I and, it, and to all the viewers, uh, you know, it's one of those things you just kind of have to do a moment of reflective. Take like you know, 20, 30 seconds to yourself and just kind of reflect on that uh, mm. and see how it applies to you in your life and what's going on, what you're doing, um, because it's relatable to all. I know even with what's being said with Jay say with myself, I'm I'm guilty of it in different ways. We we all we all are, but and no one's perfect, but. The ability to be able to reflect on oneself is the ability to grow, right? You open the gateway to growth. So it may not be the most entertaining thing. It may not be the, 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 the most funnest part or experiences of life, but it is life. And um, ultimately, us being energy, we, we share that, right? We share that commonality. So I think we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to people we say we care about um, to really execute what we say is support and to, if we really want things to be better that's where it starts i i 100 agree well and I, I sometimes i think to myself especially when we're talking about you know growing up or being raised in the, the late 80s early 90s i'm like man how did we get to this point man um i i sometimes i i sit and i'm scrolling through you're absolutely right like you are now able to see sometimes even on a live stream, you're able to see somebody's life end. And it's, it's never been that raw, not just for someone, not just for us who were in our thirties, but kids, right. They have Facebook, they have Instagram, they have TikTok, they have all of these different apps and they have access to see those things. I remember when I was young, I, I stumbled across rotten.com. And for those who don't know, it's a gore site. I don't know if it's still up, I've never checked since then because what's funny, not funny, but when I, when I saw what I saw back then, it scarred me up until I want to say maybe five years ago, it, it stuck with me then. But now because I'm seeing this every single day, I mean, goodness, you mentioned the, the war in Ukraine right now. Like I said, you can literally see people dead live, kids, women, adults. So we've, we've become so used to seeing it that we've become numb to it. And I fear that as technology continues to change and, you know, as, as maybe the metaverse starts building its own thing or virtual reality somehow blends with our actual reality, people will stop understanding who they are, right? Their identity in the real world will be, will 
no longer be as important as their identity in a virtual world, right? I, I, I personally believe that a lot of people in our society now would rather live in a virtual reality versus than the ones that they live now. If, if there wasn't a need for money, if there wasn't a need for, well, of course you're gonna need food, but if there wasn't a need for a job, if you didn't have to work, if the only thing that you were supposed to do every day was get up and go to bed, I think a lot of people would fill that time with a reality that does not exist in this plane. Um, and I, I think when it comes to mental health, that's something that's, that's, something that's very scary. Because a lot of people, that means that a lot of people would rather be, they would rather not live. They, they don't, they don't want to leave this, this earth. They don't want to, they don't want to die, but they don't want to be here. They want to be somewhere else. They want to be somewhere that they can create on their own. Um, and I fear for what the future looks like uh, because of that. I fear for what our health is going to look like. I mean, we've, I, I, I sometimes ask myself if there is a shortage of rooms in mental institutions because there, I, I, I feel like we are in such a bad spot right now and I don't really know how we reverse that. I, I, I know you mentioned that people, sh and they should listen to this. They should understand that what we're saying is real and it's a it's a it's a cautionary tale of something that has not happened just yet, but we are getting there. And I think if we do not reverse course immediately, it's inevitable that we would get there. And none of us, no, nobody knows exactly what it would look like in the future, whether it's five years from now, I think it might be even less. Um, we, we don't know what our reality is going to look like. We don't know. We don't know the impact of social media in the next few years? Is there gonna be some new reward system that um, rewards people based on looks or based on, um, you know, based on their status in the world, which kind of already exists, right? I mean, there's a, there's something out there called pretty privilege, right? I mean, if you, if you are attractive <laughs> and you're on social media, regardless of what you're putting out there, you could, you could say, you could literally turn on the camera and say, I'm an idiot, I hate everybody. But nobody cares what you're saying. They're just looking at you. If you are attractive, all of your comments will have to do with your physical appearance and nothing to do with what you're saying. And I've been able to see that even with our podcast, some of the podcasts that we put out there, like I said, it's gems galore. And I'm not just saying that because we're doing it. It really is. We'll see and I, we go back in some of these episodes where it's 69 now, we, we go back to 24, 38, and we watch some of what we, 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 we did we listen to what we say and we go ahead and we act on it. And I think, I think what has happened, we'll see, is that people have fallen in love with the idea of improving themselves. They've fallen in love with what it would look like to be better. What would it look like for me to be healthier instead of actually getting healthier? What would it look like for me to be stronger, to have, to, to have a more attractive physique rather than going ahead and lifting in the gym? What would it look like for me to earn six figures a year, but I'm not putting in the work at work to do so, right? So I think, I think it really does go all back to this virtual reality. It's reality that doesn't exist in this plane. That's what I think people are really, really hoping for. And whew, it gets really gloomy if that is the way that you're living in life. Because as we said in the 21-3 method, there has to be a purpose that you know. 
There has to be a purpose that you are willing to drive yourself to in order to get there. And it has to be well within your spirit in order for you to make any moves. Forget motivation because that is not going to last. Your, your, your purpose is what's going to drive you, right? The progress is going to help you to keep going because you're now seeing that, look, I've, God, I've, I'm further along than I was before. Right. Those mini milestones are your tracking meters to help you get to that next stage, to help you get closer and closer to your purpose. But if you do not understand your purpose, which I don't think many people out here do right now, we'll see. I think people are really floating. They they, again, they love the idea of being something that they aren't or have not tried to become. And they're sticking to that. That's the whole entrepreneur aspect. That's the that's the I'm 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 completely in great health when you can literally see that they aren't. It's this. It's this falsehood of loving themselves. And it gets really dangerous when they don't understand the aspect of what that looks like. So again, understand what your purpose is. Understand what that, what that main goal is, what that absolute ultimate goal is that you're going for. And then understand the many milestones that will help you get there. Because without a plan, you're going to fail. Yeah, um, I think chime in and uh, on that a little bit just a little bit more uh, is the ability to um, develop a tunnel vision to focus on yourself uh, and to cut out the distractions because the reality of it is as a whole we are distracted yeah we are distracted from technology <laughs> that's supposed to be better for us I don't want to say just go off the grid and go live in a mountain somewhere, but like at some point, uh, you know, take a moment to sort of like uh, defuse your, your your thought process. So like of like being so ingrained into making social media and um, these outlets um, consume a good majority of your time. Like <clears throat> folks don't want to hear anything that's constructive to their growth. Like listen to a book. They got audios out now that you can legitimately listen to. You don't have to read to go through. Um, but if you're a reader, you know, like find ways of investing into yourself, man. Like, I think that's the key to it. Like where you said is the entrepreneurship that's happening, that movement where it's all good to talk about it. It's all good to see about it. It's all good to like about what you hear, but to actually take an action of your own requirement. It's like, oh, wait a minute, man. Hold on for a second. I'm going to get back with you tomorrow because <laughs> there's always tomorrow. But as the the great um, Apollo Creed said in Rocky three, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. You only have right now. And that's something I think about all the time because it's true. You really only have right now to apply yourself to be the best you could be in this moment. That doesn't mean perfection, but you be the best you can be for you and not for the approval of others um, because we waste too much time trying to seek that. And a lot of it is because we aren't happy with where we are and who we are individually. And that's the problem. So we look and we welcome distractions, but it's gonna be up for you to do something about that. If you really want to just kind of be better, to feel better, really know what that is like, take a moment, step back. Hell, give yourself 30 minutes to just give you 30, so 30 minutes of me time of yeah. like understanding yourself. If you get where you're going, like understanding you, understanding what, how, what makes you tick, 
you know, understanding what excites you about life, understanding what would it take to develop uh, a passion that's going to generate you towards this finding what your purposes are, purposes, because it's not just one in life, because you need something consistent and uh, things to accomplish, you know, so we welcome adversity. If you run from it, then you will just be stagnant in life and you're just going to move like that. And what happens? Usually you become consumed by it and you become bitter. You become what these people refer to as haters because you spend most of your time angry at someone else who seems to be thriving, moving forward, and they right where you are. It's just they're deciding to actually keep their head up, stand 10 toes down, and to just, you know, gut it out and grind it out because they decided to be better. So how could you be mad at someone like that, or like an Elon Musk, for example? Because this man busts his ass. He really does. That's a prime example where, you know, you got people who grind it out. And here's the thing. Let's be clear about it. Everybody's path is different. We're not going to get into ethnicities and all that. It is what it is. Your path is your path. And no one could prevent you from progressing but you at the end of the day, especially depending on where you are. If you are alive, you have an opportunity of sorts. Now, your choices is what dictates you to what limits you to how far you can go with how much time you have, you know, but ultimately, the more you invest into yourself, the more you educate yourself in different ways. And I didn't say go to college, but educate yourself in different ways to make yourself an asset in life, to be better, to do better. And that all starts with your mental health, your state of being. Like, you know, how do you see you first? Because how you see you is the true perception of the world around you. So figure that out. Take the time to invest into it, such as as what I do, I'm trying to do for myself, what Jay's trying Mm -hmm. to do for himself, what our current listeners we're hoping are doing. And if this is your first time joining and listening in, we hope you take note to do it too. Because ultimately, this is about the betterment of oneself. So if you are here and you lasted this long to listen to what we're talking about, then you care enough about you. We care about you too. Absolutely, Lucy. And, and you said it best. I mean, the ultimate thing here is just to spend less time on, on media-related items. Spend less time on social media. Spend less time in front of your TV. Spend less time away from, spend more time away from entertainment um, and, and really understand who you are. Understand why you are here, or, or at least try to understand. Get to know yourself more. Get to truly love who you are more. Get to be comfortable in your own skin so you can so you can understand what it feels like to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Constantly work to grow, because if you're not, as Wilsey said, you're just going to stay stagnant. And nobody likes that. Nobody wants to just stay in one place. I mean, we look, look, look at how our bodies are formed, right? Everything is pointing forward. Our head is forward, our eyes, our noses, our hands, our feet. Everything is moving forward. So move with where you're going. Move with how you're built. You're built to move forward. So continue continue to grow. Continue to, to outlast whatever we are, wherever we are in society right now. It's not going to be forever. And you can rise above it by understanding what it feels like to take time for yourself. Understanding what it means to love yourself. And understand what it looks like to have purposes in life. So look, if, if this is your very first time watching your Chromas podcast, we welcome you. And, you know, even though it seems like we're bashing social media, 
there are some good sides of it too. And I, I got to say this podcast is one of them. And there are, look, there, there are plenty other tools out there as well to help you develop personally, but we are glad that you chose this one today to help you. But for those who have been here before and have been on this ride for 69 episodes straight, here is what I want you to do right now. I want you to follow along with my finger because I'm going to spell it out for you once again in case you forgot exactly who we are. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. If you're listening, you can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Any single place you hear podcasts, we are there. If you are watching us, that means you're on YouTube. And here's what I want you to do if you did not do it at the beginning. I want you to hit that like button. I want you to hit that subscribe button. And then I also want you to hit that notification bell. So the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down that feed, you know what that number one video is going to be. It's going to be episode 39 of the Acromas podcast. And most of all, it's free to do so. We tell you it's free. Now apply yourself, man. Be proactive and make it happen. Hit that subscribe button, man. Don't go any further in this video. Don't even bother to come back if this is something that you're having a hard time doing. Because we tell you this every single time. And it's saying it for our health. We're telling you something because this is beneficial for you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking with you. So if you want to continue to rock and ride with us, then you got to show us that support. You got to show us that you're about it. You show us about your growth and that you matter. So show us by doing those things. Subscribe, guys. We need that subscription content up. We need, if you're listening in, appreciate you listening in. Come on, YouTube. Show some love as well. You know, hit us up. Look, the Acomas Podcast. You can find us. Not difficult to do so. Make sure you subscribe there as well. You know, like that content. Comment on it. We like to have conversations and communicate with our community. So please be sure to do so because, uh, you know, it's getting a bit redundant now. Even for me to have to say it, it's getting redundant. So let's make it count because there is no tomorrow. Absolutely. That's absolutely we'll do it today. Yep. We'll see it. It is getting a bit redundant. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 69 weeks straight. It's like, my goodness, you guys, I, I, I want to be real with you. I don't think I don't think you understand the gems that you're getting right now. And it may take some time for you to really dive into some of these. It may take some time for you to, to, to cut up these clips and really write some of this stuff down so you can put it into your life. But this is as real as it gets. This is as raw as it gets. You're not going to find any approach to what we do out there except for here. None. I guarantee you. I dare you to find one. And if you do, I will pay you a million. And let me tell you, I do not have anywhere near that. We'll <laughs> find that for you. I'll find it for you because I know that these gems work. We'll see knows it. And anybody who has listened to these episodes in full and then acted on what was stated, I guarantee you that you saw some type of success. You saw some type of change. There was something there. I want you to remember the change that you felt and follow that. I want you to follow it as hard as we are following this podcast because here's what's going to happen, right? Next week, we're going to have episode 70. We're going to say the same things over and over again. We're going to go through all of this over and over again, and you're going to be right here again. You know what's going to be different. You know what can be different. You know where you have your control. You can take action this week based on what you saw, based on what you heard. You can take action today. There's nothing stopping you from taking 
action. You want to know why? Because that's what that's what you do. That's what somebody who understands their purpose does. That's what somebody who is in a growing community does. If we're growing, we're growing outside of ourselves. We're growing outside of that comfort zone to become something that we never thought we would. But let me tell you, this is the ride of entrepreneurship. There is no guarantee of success. Here. We are literally every single week, not just every Sunday, every single day we are giving our all, not only putting this content together, not only building out this website so you can also help us grow with this community, not only building out the fitness side of what we do, we are out here. And for anybody else out there who is an entrepreneur right now, who is who is killing it. And when I say killing, I don't even mean financially. I, I mean, you're absolutely obsessed with getting the thing that you believe in up. You're absolutely successful with your purpose. You're absolutely obsessed with goal setting. You understand exactly what I'm talking about. There is no, there's, there's no glory in what we're doing right now. And even, even if we were higher up in the food chain we were, we knew that the work would be even harder. So we're grinding now so that when we get to that point, we are more than prepared to handle anything that gets to us. So on next week on the Acromas podcast, you will join us again, and we are going to dive into understanding if entrepreneurship is right for you. Here's a fact, and you may not like it. It ain't right for everybody. This is not for everybody. Don't think you could just pick up, you don't think you could pick up a pen or start typing on legal Zoom one day and make a company and say you're an entrepreneur. That ain't it. That ain't cutting it. Not even close. I wouldn't even call that the first step. There are a lot of steps that you need to go through. There's a lot of luck involved. There are a lot of contents you need to make. There are a lot, there are a lot of, there's a lot of content that you need to make. There, there's, mentor, there's so many different things that are involved in entrepreneurship. And we want to take a different angle that we have not taken on the Acromus podcast. We're going we're gonna to let our hats down, so to speak, and let you know a lot more about what we're doing. So join us next week. When we discuss is entrepreneurship right for you, we're going to go over five questions that you should ask yourself before you even take a step into this, this, this shark infested water that we call entrepreneurship. Yeah, well said, Jake. I mean, you got to be willing to put blood, sweat, and tears into it. So, and, and, and honestly, in some cases, literally, listen, I, I putting it in for our fitness brand. You know, I, I got currently have two pensioners in my L4, my L5. And I'm working through really trying to rehabilitate myself because I'm dedicated to my well-being, not just for me, but for, for, for you guys as well. Jay, what, what movement we're trying to pursue, push. So you've got to give your all. You've really got to give your all is if you really want to succeed in entrepreneurship. Uh, and that's going to be a great conversation to discuss because, listen, we, if we're not an example of what it looks like to, to grind it out and to be consistent and dedicated, uh, through all adversity, and you've been around to know that we've been here, and listen, we don't know what else to tell you, but to continue to tune in, and we'll continue to show you. So that's really what it's going to come down to. But we, we hope that you're prepared to join in on, uh, to listen to what we have to say, and then to chime in with us as well. Let us know your thoughts and takes on it as well as entrepreneurs out there for yourselves who listen to us. Um, who's supporting, actively supporting us, because there is a difference. So uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we, we're here to motivate you as well. And that's what we're looking to do in this upcoming episode. Absolutely. We'll see. I, I can't wait to dive in. Uh, there's a lot. There's just a lot of truth that are going to be said. 
Um, a lot, a lot of facts are going to be thrown out there. So uh, we want you to join us. Please do. Please continue to support. Please continue to do business with a business. Um, continue to love yourself, understand your purpose, and please stay away from social media after you watch this. <laughs> See what I did there. Ladies and gentlemen, until next Sunday, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Hey.